Hello and welcome to this uh, first inaugural podcast of Help Me Understand. This is a great series I've been looking forward to where I get a chance to introduce to all of you and interview somebody who is just fascinating to me, who I've really enjoyed getting to know, who comes from just a very different background than me. And we're going to get an opportunity to get to know this, this person, a little bit of their story, in hopes that as we listen to their story, we'll see and find the things that we have in common with them. And that will help us to get along a little bit better in this world. So anyways, my very first guest is a good friend of mine. Jawad and I met after he got resettled into the Sacramento area. And at that point in time, I was working at World Relief and got to know him then and then go on to work with him at the office with World Relief Sacramento. We also got to work on a short film. We were working on as subject matter experts and actually Jawad got to be an actor in it. The purpose of that video or that short film is to help law enforcement better understand immigrants and refugees. So anyways, that's enough of an introduction. I'm just excited for the chance that you all get to know Jawad. So Jawad, welcome to the Help Me Understand podcast. Hi, Kurt. Thank you. Uh, my name is... Hi, guys. My name is Jawad. I'm originally from Afghanistan. I came to United States two years ago, 2016, to SIV, a special immigration visa. And I was working with the U.S. military back in Afghanistan, and uh, that this is that's it. I am here. So all right, we're glad to have you here. Very simple. Uh, I'm just going to ask some questions that really are deeply rooted in the whole concept of a, of a story. We all have a story, and there's three basic parts to any story. Every story has people in it or characters. Every story has the setting, the where the story took place. And then what happened in the story or the plot? So let's begin a little bit with with the people. Jawad, what are the names of some people who've played a big role in your life so far? That's a good question. Thank you for asking me. So there were two persons. One, my father, and he always supported me. My father wasn't able to go to school to complete his education. And he is still, he is a farmer, and but he's not working. He's in a staying home. And... He always support me and he always give me advice. Hey, my son. So I don't want you become like a farmer or like a like non-educated person in future. So just go educate yourself and go to college, university, school, anywhere. Just go educate yourself. And the, my father, he, he was always telling me and give me something advice. And he was inspiring me. And that's why. So he was the, my, the first person he supported me, my father. His name is Korban, and thank you, Father. And the second person is uh, when I was working in an organization uh, as a, a storekeeper uh, beside of my school. So he, the funny thing is his name is uh, Engineer Jawad. So he's the same my name. And he was my manager, and he was supervised my work. And he pushed me really, and he supported me really to go to some computer course to English course and he supported me and he was always asking me hey Jawad you are a young man so I don't want you become a, like a, a storekeeper in your whole life so what's your plan in your life I, I I be honest with you guys I had not any plan I says I don't know just I, I gonna finish my high school and maybe I gonna go become a, a storekeeper or the shopkeeper and he says no 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 man I saw something in you and it's it inspiring me and you have to do something better in your life and he give me 
advice and he was supporting me to guide me to find my way and he was support me a lot of financially to pay my uh, some uh, money to my course to get some course and I'm glad and thank you and it, these two peoples they helped me a lot let's change a little bit to some of the different places you've been you're, you're from Afghanistan maybe you can tell us a little bit more about where specifically in Afghanistan but but just in general what are some places that have had a big impact on your life I'm from the central Afghanistan at the name of city is called Bamiyan. The Bamiyan is a remote place from the, the Kabul, my capital, and this place is not really a developed city, so the non-pavement roads, so it's out of the electricity, the water system, so everything is really bad, and it still is the same situation. 1988, my family, they had to immigrant to during the civil war in my country they had to immigrate to Iran country to having better future and so I was very young like a one-year kid and so we stayed at Iran country for 15 years and I went there to school my family find we had not any good future here so we have to go back in Afghanistan because if we're gonna stay whole life here the government they're not gonna give us a citizenship so that's the, the worst things and we came back to Afghanistan 2003 and I continued to go to school and and it was really complicated because I grew up in Iran country I had an accent like Iranian and the most of people they were ignoring me oh you are from Afghanistan but why you're speaking some accent accent like the Iranian and I was a kid I, I didn't know that and I find out so yeah so they are right so I have to make change to become like real Afghan mm -hmm. and I tried sure. to it was a challenge for me and it wasn't really a good place to start to dreaming but it was possible uh, most than Iran so you come back to Afghanistan. Well, I just want to go back to Iran. Describe a little bit of where you were growing up because you were a kid when you were in Iran, basically, right? That's yes. Your childhood years were in Iran then. What was the neighborhood like where, where you grew up? The most time, so we have been in Tehran. Tehran is the capital of Iran. It's, it's really a good city, but we were not a state and middle of city. So we just beside of the, around the Tehran by the name of Pakdash. So we were a refugee and we were not allowed to go to some place, even some traveling around. So we were limited on that city. And so, and the, the neighborhood, so they were so kind with us and they know us and we know them. That's why. So the only place I was feeling safe, it was my neighborhood place mm -hmm. because I found that too many good friends with Iranian and with uh, some other Afghan kids like me. And we had a good time and the beginning I, I never thought so we will go back in Afghanistan because I was a kid, I was, uh, grew up in a, that place. I thought, okay, so I'm going to stay here for whole life. But after a while, so I find that, no, no, this is not, I belong to here. I have to go my own country because this is not really uh, what I want. Because at that time, so the refugee, so there's a, we, we didn't just legally go to Iran, so just we... Across uh, the border, so that's why. So yeah. that just let you know. So we were an undocumented refugee, and yeah. we were not allowed to go public school. We were not allowed to go to college, university. So because we were not uh, documented, and that's mm -hmm. why. So there, there wasn't any good future, really. So 
So we, we had a chance with the uh, UN and they helped us and my family to travel back to Afghanistan. Oh, okay. So the UN helped you yes, travel sir. back to Afghanistan. So it's like you, as a kid, there were certain parts of growing up in Iran that you thought, like, I, I liked being in my neighborhood. But as you stayed there longer, you started to realize that all of these opportunities and things that you wanted to pursue, you weren't going to be able to do that because of the fact that you had traveled originally to Iran, like you said, undocumented, seeking safety. And all along, going back to your father and the the storefront manager who played a a big role in your life, they're encouraging and telling you, we see things in you. We see Mm -hmm. things that you can accomplish and we want you to go to school. We want you to get trained and go that, that route. So you come back to Afghanistan. And of course, you mentioned coming back in 2003. Is that correct? So obviously, a lot has happened in Afghanistan while you were gone, especially in the previous couple of years before that. 9-11 takes place yes and all of the war that's taking place there how does that impact your life and maybe you could then help the folks who are listening you know connect the dots and say well how in the world did he end up in sacramento california we didn't know so what's going on and so i i don't think i can say it was a chance so we just get back in afghanistan and so let me give you a, a good story. So how I become translator with the U.S. military. I completed my course to learn uh, English language. And I had a great friend by the name of Ali. And we both were the same uh, grade in the high school. And one day I remember, so I just, we finished uh, school and we stepped out from school. And uh, so the Ali, he told me, hey, Jawad, I, I found a, a part-time job in downtown. I want to go to talk to the car wash and so to get a job today would you please come with me and I'd like to support my father I, I told him yes but today I have to go to help my brother and he says okay that's fine and he just we say bye and he walk away I, I was walking from school to my apartment my my parents house it was like 15 minutes to walk and I was close to house it was 2009, yes, 2009, and I saw a big explosion in downtown, and I was scared, and I was stopped walking. I saw in the sky a big, huge smoke, and I thought, wow, this is really bad uh, suicide attack, and I, I something from my inside inspiring me, so something bad news, and I, I was walking slowly, slowly to my house, I stayed in my house the whole day and tomorrow I went back to school and just saw the the place of Ali, my best friend. It was empty and I, I was curious because he never kind of that kid so careless about the school. And I asked the teacher, uh, sir, so do you know what Ali, he's, he did call you and he's coming to school and he says, I don't know. And I it was it's still something from my inside telling me something wrong. And I was really confused and I fin- I don't know how I finished my school and I, I was walking back to my house. I decided, no, no, let's go to Ali house because we had not uh, a cell phone to call each other in 2009. So it was expensive. And when I was walking to Ali house, I saw some, some people to going to Ali house and coming back and some people and some crying. And I was I start to scared something and I stepped inside and asked the Ali's brother hey Muhammad 
How are you? So what's going on here? And he says, Hey, Jawad, I'm glad you're here. And he just like uh, goes, he disappeared. And mm -hmm. I, I was looking for some people to ask them. So what's going on here? And I saw Ali, a picture they posted on the wall. And it was uh, the accident caused his life yesterday. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how I stopped my crying, I, my tears. And I just, I thought my life's end. Mm -hmm. And I just went back to my house. I, I couldn't stay in my house. I just, I lost my, my best, best friend as a brother. And after that, so I, I tried to go to school and I tried, but I couldn't learn something because my mind was so depressed and I wasn't ready to continue a school. After a three months, I stopped my going to a school and I thought to myself, okay, so uh, they took my uh, best friend. I, I want to do something. And so I was always listening to my father. So you have to become a good man in future. And I decided myself, okay, this is maybe it's a good time. I become a linguist to support the U.S. Uh, soldiers to fighting with the bad people. And that's why I started changing my life. And that tragedy in losing that really close friend. In some ways, uh, after you grieved tremendously over his loss, there was something that you, you brought from that experience where it said, no, now I need to make a difference. Now I need to go and pursue the thing, the vision that I have for what I want to do with my life. Yes, exactly. Because before that, so even I didn't think about this, how I can support the U.S. government. But after that, this whole thing's changing my life. So I have to do something. So it's not this life. And I don't want to continue this life, be as a like slave. I have to do something. I have to fight with something. I have to avenge my best friend. Mm, yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I just think there's just so much that we can uncover with your life. I think it's, it's so, it's so deep. I, what I want to do is, is maybe start to bring this podcast to a close. People have gotten a sense of the challenges that you face, the people that have been in your life, the places that you've been. Let's say I'm hoping that both for you and I, we live to be old and gray and we die old, happy old men someday you get to the end of your life, what's something that you are hoping that people will be able to look at your life and that they will be inspired by or a lesson that they might learn from looking at your life? One thing I learned, do not wait for chance. Create a chance for yourself. Mm. The, the, this is the big mistake that people, that my friend, they think, okay, I'm waiting for a, a good moment for a chance to do my life changing but no as i believe create a chance for yourself maybe someday never come to you make sure every day must be different from the past days and you have to go forward if every day you feel is the same day you had it means the signal you're stuck in your life yeah you have to see that every day is different from the your past days this is my my advice so if you're gonna follow this simple and you will have a good achievement in your life well i the amazing road that has somehow led you to sacramento california i'm sure that when you were growing up you're kind of like i'm sure that never popped in your head hey someday i'm gonna live in sacramento california in the united states but throughout this journey somehow it ended or so far in bringing you to this location and that led to me having the honor and the and the privilege of getting to know you and to build up a friendship with you and i and i just trust that everybody who's gotten a chance to listen to this 
has grown a lot from getting to know a little bit more of your under, your story. And I think we're inspired with the things that you have been able to accomplish and the wisdom that you have gathered. Uh, not wait for chance, but to make make chance exactly by by moving forward. I want to thank you for coming on to this very first Help Me Understand podcast. I'm so glad that you got to be the person who launched this whole new podcast. We look forward to bringing more in the future where I'll get an opportunity to interview people who just come from radically different backgrounds than mine that I think we could learn a lot from by listening to their story. And along those lines, if you're listening to this and you even think of somebody, you're like, oh man, I, Kurt, I know of somebody who probably comes from a pretty radically different background than my background. And I, the way I describe my background is, well, I'm a white guy from Marin County, California, you know, upper middle class. I come from a conservative Christian background. If you think of people, you can always suggest a name as well through the suggestion box on the website. And that's at www.curtelewis.com. Again, thank you, Jawad, for being on this podcast. For the rest of you, we will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And remember that you can check out more of my takes on faith, social justice, and pop culture, along with other life-inspired musings by visiting www.curtelewis.com. If you enjoyed and benefited from this and other publications featured on my website, would you take a few minutes to show your support? First, you can share it with your friends via social media, text message, email, word of mouth, pigeon bird, cave art, whichever you prefer. Second, if you're listening on iTunes, take a few seconds to subscribe to this podcast and to give it a positive review. Lastly, you can help me to continue to produce these podcasts by making a monthly or one-time financial contribution. Click on support on the website to learn more. Again, thanks so much for listening.